Hello, this is Mark Carey, and welcome to this edition of the Employee Survival Guide, where you can learn everything your employer does not want you to know about and more. Okay, in this edition, I wanted to talk about the uh, topic of non-competes or non-competition agreements. Uh, As an employment attorney, we see this uh, issue happen all the time. It kind of plays out like this. Get a call, the individual calls is a potential uh, client, and they are saying they need to get out of a a non-compete because their new employer is asking them to... uh, get approval or waiver from their more their former employer. So we um, want to just talk about what the basics are of non-competes and how you can get around them. Uh, we have strategies we use uh, r- routinely, and um, but overall, let's just uh, cut the chase of this. Non-competes uh, are of no benefit to the employee whatsoever. Uh, there's absolutely zero benefit to you as an employee working for a company has a non-compete. Uh, in our office, we don't have non-competes because you can't use that as uh, for lawyers. Uh, so I, don't, I just don't believe in them uh, as a matter of practice. Uh, so the real issue is that they're used as, as a deterrent to uh, impact uh, adversely on their competitors. Uh, it, again, it has nothing to do with the employee. Uh, you don't get any money for them typically. Uh, and they usually shove down your throat at the very beginning of your job. So... If you have a non-compete and you want to understand more about them, it's rather simplistic in terms of the understanding. And I'll give you the caveat at the uh, at the end of that. The uh, they have to be reasonable in geographic scope, meaning they can cover the United States, they can cover you know state of Missouri, uh, they can cover multiple states, even worldwide. Uh, they have to also be reasonable in their time. So one year non-competes can be held enforceable by courts. Two years even. It really depends upon the facts and the circumstance of each case. And then the balancing test at the very end of the analysis but that a court will go through in lawyers um, is, is really why should we protect the employer on their non-compete uh, and restrict the ability of a person to earn a, lively, a livelihood and pay for the mortgage, you know, uh, child care or whatever issues they have uh, because uh, that's extreme importance, especially now these days with uh, roughly 40 million people getting un laid off due to the pandemic. So uh, I'll start with my input on that. It, right now, non-competes should be stricken as a matter of public policy entirely across the country. There are several states uh, that uh, do not use them, and they uh, bar them as a matter of law, statute. Um, but they're still routinely being used uh, by a majority of the states. And so it's a it's an old issue that should be thrown in the trash can because it's you know, really impacting in the ability of individuals to look for a job. They're not free agents, and we want free agency to, to, to happen. So here's the strategies we employ to um, get the, the employer to back off the non-compete issue. Um, number one, we get super aggressive. We actually will sue or potentially sue the employer that uh, gave the client the non-compete. And we would draft a complaint. Uh, it looks like a lawsuit because it is a lawsuit, but we won't file it in court. We'll actually send it to the employer saying to them, uh, if you don't back off this issue uh, and resolve it with, uh, without uh, enforcing non-compete, we're going to sue you in, uh, in court uh, for what's called a declaratory judgment motion. And what that does essentially, a declaratory judgment complaint, I apologize, uh, it puts the employer uh, to the rigor of the, of the court's uh, analysis of why it should have a non-compete or not. And generally, employers, about 95% of the time, back away. Uh, again, they were only using the, 
the non-compete as a device to deter uh, the, the competition or the employee from going to the competition and nothing more. So it's a veiled uh, threat that scares a lot of people unnecessarily, uh, I would say. And uh, But fortunately, we're able to resolve those issues in favor of the employee working. The next level of strategy below just threatening lawsuits and the like is uh, trying to propose lists of employers that the company and the you know, your client, the, the employee, wants to uh, choose you know, 10 named companies and basically both side or you ask the employer to suggest a list of employers that they can't go work for and maybe strike your luck that uh, no one's on that list, uh, that you, the current job offer you have is not from an employer that is on that list. So that's another strategy. The third strategy is simply wait and see. Go work for the employer and see what happens. Um, generally, when the employer is uh, put on notice is when you update your LinkedIn profile or you see colleagues uh, from a former employer and or vendors, they uh, start to make uh, remarks that they had saw so-and-so in, at the employer. And then you get a little nasty letter from uh, a lawyer hired by the employer saying, cease to desist. Um, they will also come after the new employer in an attempt to uh, cause the employer to terminate the, the new employee, uh, which is pretty ridiculous in, in that sense because uh, it's pretty obvious that the whole issue is just about uh, harming the new competitor and nothing to do with the employee at all. Um, so those are the various strategies we employ to stop them. Again, they non-compete should not be used at all. Um, they restrict uh, our ability to work, especially now during a pandemic. We need people working. We should make it a public policy issue to get rid of it at the state level. And uh, we should follow the states that have gotten rid of it, namely, notably, California. So if you have a non-compete, uh, talk to an employment lawyer like ourselves. And um, that's it. Good luck.